What's up, people? How you guys doing? Welcome to another edition of the Jackson versus Jackson podcast. I'm your host, Eric T. Jackson. My co-host, AJ Jackson, will be back tomorrow and we'll have updates on uh, college football, all things NFL. Uh, but I wanted to get on here since I'm your uh, resident Aggie and discuss uh some things with you guys, most notably uh, the QB change. And then I'll talk to you guys about uh, five thoughts for the game versus Miami. So uh, let's start. First things first, uh, we have a new QB one and he is Maximus Aurelius Johnson. Uh, So Max Johnson transferred from LSU is the uh, new starter this week, at least, uh, versus Miami. And, again, as I've said earlier, I thought he would come in and beat out Haynes King from jump. So, obviously, uh, Coach Fisher, Coach Dickey, the, the, the offensive staff, maybe they saw some, some things athletic-wise that they thought Haynes King could do better than Johnson. Because uh, I thought there, again, I was at the spring game and just based on Max Johnson versus us last year and how Haynes King's tenure has gone so far, I felt like uh, throwing-wise, uh, Max Johnson's arm was uh, the same or maybe even a little better. But, yeah, the athleticism, the speed that Haynes King had is what I, uh, I thought ultimately won him the job. But he's never really showed it uh, in games, the, the the few games he's been able to, to be in. You know, he got hurt. He, ne- he he hasn't run. For, he's not Johnny football. He hasn't run for 100 yards or anything like that. And when he runs, every time he takes a hit, he just looks like he's going to get hurt. I mean, he just looks very, very uh, breakable to me. And uh, if anything, even in the spring game, Max Johnson was running his butt off, but he looked thicker. He looked like he could withstand hits, you know? He may not have been as fast, maybe not as elusive, but he was running. You know, he can put he, – he's not just a pocket passer who can't run, right? So uh, he'll be in there uh, uh, versus – a a very good Miami uh, team. They're ranked number 13. We are number 24 this week. Uh, some people saying we should be out of the top 25 f- for losing to uh, App State. I couldn't disagree more. I, I think 24 is too low because we were number six. You know, I mean, we barely lost the game. We didn't play well, but a lot of teams didn't play well and didn't get knocked back as far as we do. The the Aggie hate that I feel and see around the country is just ridiculous, you know? I mean, people are saying our season is blown because we lost one game to App State, which is uh, not a big-time program, but it's one game. It counts the same. Now, if we let it get to us uh, internally or mentality-wise, 
then that one loss will cause us maybe to lose more. But I trust they won't do that. The coaching staff, Jimbo Fisher, they won't allow them to do that. You know, it's one loss. Move on. Next up, the Miami Hurricanes. Right. So. uh, Again, I thought he should have been the QB from jump. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, what I thought, uh, you know, holds any water. We'll see. You know, I'm sure other people thought the same, what they thought, if that holds any water. All right. Uh, I just want to see pitch and catch, man. Too many times, Haynes King missing open receivers, miscommunication, all of that. I just want to see you complete passes to open receivers, throw balls where they can catch them and run with them, not behind them, not at their feet. You know what I'm saying? It was too much of that with Haynes King. And he's a, a Longview Lobo, which I'm from Marshall, Texas. There are hated rivals, right? But I wanted him to do well. You know, hopefully Max Johnson holds on to this job and Haynes King is a nice backup. I'm sorry, brother, but you had your chance. Next up, my five thoughts on the game versus Miami. And I'm just going to uh, stay strictly on AM side, okay, and my thoughts on what we need to do to win this game or just to play better, to play well. We play up to our standards. We're going to win, right? But it's not even about winning. It's about playing up to our standards and playing well. So I'll start 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So number five, my, my fifth thought is that the defense needs to play better against the run and on third down right and and so I guess uh Sam Houston which was which is a really good FCS program it it was it still was like fool's goal you know because that was the first game so they were really really hype so by the time they get to the second game, after performing well that first game, you know, they just assume it's going to always be that way. You know, so maybe the energy wasn't there. Uh, maybe the scheme wasn't as tight as it needed to be. But App State ran the ball whenever they wanted, right? They they didn't consistently run for a, a lot of yards. Uh, and they only scored 14 points. But when they needed to get a first down, they got one. And when they needed to run the clock out, they got one. And, and I mean, they, yeah, they damn near tripled us in time of possession. So yeah, they, they pretty much ran the ball whenever they wanted to on us. And, and we had a, a lot of young guys playing, but that's no excuse, right? Our scheme shouldn't have even allowed for that to happen. You know, so we've got to scheme third down better. And 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 first and second down, you know, we've got to stop the run so that on third down, it can be a down that's advantageous for us getting off the field. My fourth thought, Fisher needs to coach up the QBs better or call a more QB-friendly game. And, and that's just real, man. Uh, you're supposed to be a, a QB guru 
and these cats aren't producing. And and, and we could say Haynes King, but Zach Calzada was the same way. Uh, Kellen Mond, his first three years, it took him four years to to be efficient in his thing. You know, we can't wait for these quarterbacks to go through four years of you before they actually learn your system or start playing at a level where other schools have their quarterbacks playing at right away. Make it more QB friendly, sir. Now, with that, my third thought is that the O-line needs to play better. You know, the O-line has got to do better. That's going to always help out the play calling. They need to get better in the in 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 uh in the rushing game and in pass protection because I saw some guys getting flattened by no name defensive ends uh for App State. You know, I know, you know, they all on scholarship and and, and sometimes the a chip on your shoulder can can make you do amazing things right and i feel like app state had a chip on their shoulder all week they coaches tell them how people said they weren't going to win because anim had all these five stars and this and that and that chip just built and built and built by the time the game started they they were playing more like the five stars than than our guys were you know but our o-line has got to take that personally if you're getting your butt whipped sort of off the bat so you realize okay this is a game this is not you know we're not going to whoop these guys like we did Sam Houston let me buckle down and, and, and do what I'm supposed to do by the second quarter I feel like they should have got in that mode that groove but they didn't so at halftime I'm like okay uh I forgot we were down maybe 10 7 something like that I don't know but uh I felt like we were going to make the adjustments necessary we didn't. App State came out, continued to run on us, continued to stop us on offense. We continued to shoot ourselves in the foot. Right? There's a lot of that. I mean, it wasn't just the play calling. Uh, a lot of it was just us not executing. So, my number two thought. Devin chain needs more carries. I don't care if you give him the ball 10 times and he gets 20 yards, right? On that 11th carry, he's always a threat to go 90 yards. He did a lot of that last year. You know, he would be in there, in there, three yards here, five yards there, three yards here, two yards there, and then break one for 70 yards, break one for 60 yards. That's just the kind of back he is right now, you know? And I know it's tough when you when there aren't holds there and you think you should maybe move on to doing something different, but no. I mean, you've got to give him those carries. You know, so maybe he can see something that you you can't see, even as a coach. Maybe he can see a, a cutback that's there or or uh you know, maybe he can make a way where there is no way. And a lot of times cats that have superhuman abilities like superhuman speed maybe like he has or superhuman strength or, or, or instincts 
those players find a way. You know, I trust Devin the Chain to find a way with more carries than, than 10 or 12 or, you know. And my my number one thought is that you should have a, 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 a QB-friendly game plan for quarterback number one, uh, Max Johnson. The game plan needs to be uh, a run heavy game plan maybe you know play action off of that but just spreading them out having him uh you know just try and dissect all the different route combinations and read from from one two three progressions and all of that i, I don't think that's that's what we want to do and 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 Miami's defensive line and linebackers and blitz combinations may not allow him time to do that, right? So, you know, he has got to uh, – uh, Jimbo Fisher, I should say, has got to call a game plan that, that puts him in good position. And you can't call uh, trips right, uh, you know – three verts or, or two verts in a post or whatever you want to call. And then if he misread it or if there's miscommunication, you know, blame him. I mean, to a certain extent, but you, but I'm just saying you've got to put him in position, man. You know, we got to get like third and short a lot. So first and second down are the money downs, which I know they know. Like I'm constantly telling people like these guys know what they're doing. I don't know, but I don't know why they're not doing it more. You know, like sometimes coaches overthink things. That's what it feels like. Feels like Jimbo and 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 extension off of him, his staff. Like it ain't just him. He's got a staff of folks. Daryl Dickey, the the OC man, he was a great play caller and coordinator when he was at North Texas. You know, and other places for that matter. So, you know, those heads in that one room. Come on, man. They can figure this stuff out. Why they couldn't figure it out on the fly versus a lesser App State team, I don't know. That's what's perplexing. You would think they could figure this stuff out. They've seen so much in their careers. They could figure this stuff out on the fly, and they didn't. That's frustrating, bro. Very. So... I'm not going to make a prediction this week because I made one last week and you know how that turned out. So uh, Miami versus uh, AM, uh, I think it's going to be on ESPN. Uh, I'll, I have a game uh, myself uh, Saturday, so I am not going to watch it, but I am going to record it. And I'll have my thoughts on that game after I record it. SEC. So that game is 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. It's a night game, nightcap. So I might get home to see the end of it. All right. But I'm going to still record it. Uh, but just wanted to give you those five thoughts. 
and uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if anyone uh, does, you know, what I'm telling them to do, what, what, what my thoughts are, you know. Uh, so let's look at a couple other games, big games. Are there any big games this weekend? Georgia, South Carolina, no. Mississippi, Georgia Tech, no. Penn State, Auburn. Both of them are 2-0. and Penn State's number 22. And they are at Auburn. I will take Auburn in that one. By three. I'm going to take Auburn 24-21. Uh, uh, Mississippi State versus LSU at LSU. I'm going to take Mississippi State in that one. Mississippi State... 2-0, LSU 1-1, and, and they just, you know, their second game was better than their first, but I'm going I'm to take Mississippi State just because I, you know, I'm not feeling LSU right now. Later in the year, I'm not going to be feeling Mississippi State, especially if they undefeated come, going against us. Uh, Tennessee and Akron, not a big game, but let me just tell you, Tennessee's quarterback, Hendon Hooker, Love that guy. Love his demeanor. Love the ball coming out of his hands. His ball, he's, he throws such an accurate ball. It's always catchable. His receivers are always catching the ball in front and run, being able to run with it. Hendon Hooker. I hope the NFL is watching that guy. He should be a top three round uh, prospect. And there you go. Okay. Uh, Appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, this is uh, Jackson versus Jackson. So it's me versus me. <laughs> Been that way for a few weeks now. Uh, get my partner back shortly. Uh, but I love talking Aggie ball. Uh, hit me in the comments if you have any anything to add, any questions, your comments, you know, maybe your predictions on the Aggies, on other games, all that stuff. Okay. Uh. Hold on. Does UT play this weekend? Let me see. Because we always be hating on UT, man. UT, man. I, I like them to go against. Uh, oh, man. They play UTSA. They might lose the UTSA, man. Hey, but how they did versus Alabama gives me a little more respect for them. Right? But UTSA is a nice program. Uh, Coach uh, Trailer has it going uh, over there. Uh, all right. I'm Eric T. Jackson, uh, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>